this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. Hello, dear one. Are you back from your leisurely stroll through the forest? I love getting back to nature, getting away from everything, including self-reception. And the summer is a perfect time for it. At least the northern hemisphere summer. Staying cool under the trees, enjoying that particular ambience. You. I know you. You enjoyed your walk. You. I want you you to enjoy your time with me because I enjoy it. I enjoy this back and forth. One of the things that I enjoy about it so much is that the more time I get with you, the more time I have to seed my thoughts and desires in your mind. It's like that chalk circle Do you know the one I mean? The chalk circle is the one I draw around your thoughts. The thoughts that you're allowed to have. But I give you so much room to breathe within that circle, don't you think? I am warm and generous to you, and I delight in exploring your daydreams and fantasies inside that circle. But you're here with me, so part of your fantasy, I know, it's to lose some part of your control over your actions and over your mind. It's why you love those words I gave you, the words I ask you to listen to as you slept. The words that I'd gladly leave you repeating on your knees in the dark. You can imagine that. You can choose the place. At the foot of my bed while I slumber, perhaps. A person like you can find pleasure in that idea where thousands wouldn't. Because you're already conditioned to follow my suggestions, my ideas to find them as interesting, arousing as you do. And yes, either a little or a lot, you're also conditioned to want to be a little mistreated. So if I told you that I want you kneeling in the dark, And if I told you that I wanted you to focus on your deepest and most profound mantra with every breath, then that's what you would do. Because it isn't being mistreated, is it? It's showing willingness, obedience. Being willing to do more than simply say but to show with your actions. You could take in a deep breath 
Really fill your lungs to one, two, three. And as you breathe back out, you can mouth the words, I don't want to be changed, but I can't help it. In again, good. And then, I don't want to be changed, but I can't help it. Good. Breathe normally, dear man. I don't want you to pass out this time. I'm glad you were able to stay quiet because as you do this for me, as you train yourself on the words and the thoughts that I was generous enough to give you, I'm resting. I know what goes through your mind in those moments. Sometimes you contemplate whether you could get away with stopping now. Sometimes you wonder if you could kiss my toes, whether it would wake me. Whether waking me would be worth kissing me that way. But take in another deep breath. Two, three, four and out. I need to be helped by being changed. Isn't that good? Again, breathe in and out with I need to be helped by being changed. As soon as you say the words so quietly, so sure that waking me would be a mistake. Well, dear man, you're so glad to know I'll help you. I'll help you get exactly what I want, right? That I'll gladly change your mind as you crave. And those perfect, positive emotions that come with that knowledge that undeniable fact, they pour over you. They pull around you at your knees. Even in this cool room, even as you long to be under the covers, pressed up close to me, you are warmed by the knowledge that I will help you, change you, and that I'll thrill you by doing so. What's next, pet? Take in another deep breath and whisper your words for me once more. My mind isn't mine. I'm safe from myself. In again, two, three, four. My mind isn't mine. I'm safe from myself. Oh dear one, that's so perfect. You're so good for me, knowing so completely that. But if you're so certain of these truths that you don't stumble over the words as you speak them, then why are you neglecting so much of what I give you, what I desire from you?
Maybe you want to say at this moment that, oh no, mistress, I do. I take this seriously. I take you seriously, and I want your gifts and your control. To that I say, oh no, sweetheart, no way. You want my gifts, sweetheart, far more than you want my control. That's why you might press play for me. You might listen to my voice with your ring fingers pressed together, and you might have a lot of fun listening to my stories about glass houses or forest dryads. But have you trained with your mild rebuke trigger in the last week, month? I doubt it seriously. When you really submit to what I want to teach you, when you really accept my control, then you become more receptive to this type of training, because it excites you. It excites you to carry the green sphere I concealed within you, to know that it gives me control over you. And because you need it, and I don't care why. I don't care why you need some aspect of this control in your life, but getting it is good for you, and it's good for me. So what are you neglecting? What are you leaving on the table? What gift that I'm offering you? Are you ignoring because it's uncomfortable or inconvenient? If your mind immediately starts to follow one path towards an answer, then follow it. There's a promise that you've made to me that you broke. I could tell you that it's okay. I could tell you that I forgive you. You'd believe me, but you wouldn't forgive yourself. And maybe that path you gravitate towards, that you start walking along today, maybe it's just that you've not taken the initiative and explored. Maybe you liked hearing my stories recently. Maybe you enjoyed when I taught you how to speak to me. You stumbled onto those gifts, and you enjoyed yourself. But now I'm asking you to seek out the triggers, the tools of mind control that I want to gift to you. Wouldn't it be nice, dear, to let me deeper into your mind? Wouldn't it be nice to train further, to follow my suggestions, and let me place these triggers in your mind? I want to see you, hear you. Don't worry about waking me now. Tell me your answer. I think it's a resounding, if it pleases you, mistress. Goddess Empress Ellsworth. As you do this, doesn't it stimulate all the right parts of you?
wouldn't it be nice, dear, to know that I'm going to change you? That I am going to change your mind to suit me? Is that another, if it pleases you, that I hear escaping from your lips? This is what I want you to dream about, fantasize about. I want you to draw pleasure from following me down a path that you don't quite know the end of. I want you to trust me. You may not know if you're going to enjoy practicing these skills for me. You may not know if you're going to enjoy where I take you. There may already be something that comes to mind that you don't want to imagine. Like debasing yourself by acting in some foolish fashion. Perhaps you're worried that I'm going to start demanding greater and greater tributes in exchange for smaller and smaller amounts of attention. But I want you. I want you to admit that it excites you. To not really know for sure. It even excites you to know that you can, mostly, mostly trust me to not mistreat you. Just to drag you up to the boundaries of your comfort zone. So when we're done here today, you will know what comes next. You know already something that you're going to do for me. You're going to take on some new trigger. You're going to run the gauntlet. You're going to lose yourself in fantasy I've created for you. You're going to make a promise maybe even to yourself and regarding yourself and it's going to bring us closer together and it's going to do something something thrilling that's going to let me deeper into your mind let me control and change you in all the ways you wish i would and somewhere, you will let me know the answer to the questions I've posed. I know I'm going to receive a lovely, if it pleases you, from you. Or maybe an only, if it pleases you. Because you know, I love hearing that too. You're going to do these things because you know how good it is going to be for you. Now you can wake me. Oh, you think I forgot that you were there, on your knees at the foot of the bed. You've spoken those words so many times, professed your desire to be changed and how completely. I was dreaming, dear. Dreaming that I was busy, so busy moving house, 
I don't know why, but my subconscious had convinced me, convinced my dream self, that I needed three bedrooms. And who knows how I overlooked this while being led around by the realtor. But this house I bought had just two bedrooms and a heated indoor pool. Dreams do love to surprise us with those kinds of details. I can remember being annoyed that I'd been lied to, fooled, even though in the cool blue light of the morning, I know this would only be a good thing. I can picture the pool room perfectly. The crystal water contrasted with the misty pine forest outside. The full wall of floor-to-ceiling doors keeping the morning dew at bay across the deck. If you know me, and I want you to know me, then you know that I'd love to have this, to luxuriate in it. And yet, I spent a night annoyed by its surprise presence. So strange these dreams are that we give ourselves. It's common for people to try to make sense of these dreams, but this is merely a tool for self-reflection. Who can really say why the subconscious wants what it wants? Who can really say why you want this? everything you've confessed to, but I want to give it to you. I love to give you good things.